even like even I really w really wanted to get into those parties <laughs> and like you were always like struggling how to get on the guest list yeah, and like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you look back on the whole Don Diablo ultra situation <laughs> back in 2017 <laughs> like every year you're doing 70 80 maybe 100 shows and that's for another 40 years <laughs> that's gonna be a lot of planes <laughs> Milo's mentioned the podcast where I'll be talking to industry people, which could be DJs, producers, songwriters, um, tour managers, production managers, whatever. And um, yeah, we'll be just talking about life, music, Corona, probably uh, everything. So um, yeah. And our guest for today is a good friend of mine, Gabian, who is... What what is the title again? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a production manager for Don Diablo, and I'm a set designer slash creative director for events in general. It's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, me and Gabian, we met. I think, well, must be, I don't know, seven, eight years ago now, yeah. when I started out DJing, and you were throwing parties in Amsterdam doing all kinds of stuff, yeah. also helping out with production and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, we literally grow up like in the scene together. Yeah. Like, every time we met, you were a step bigger and I was doing other stuff and like, it was always fun to hang out with you, so yeah. yeah. Well, as usual, we'll be firing some questions at each other, which we both don't know, I haven't seen them and he hasn't seen them, so must be exciting. <laughs> Question one. First of all, can you briefly explain to us what you what you do as a show director? Yes. Um, so a show director for, uh, for example, Don, um, I discuss beforehand and design what we're going to do during the show, um, lights-wise, pyrotechnics-wise, maybe uh, a little bit of content-wise on the on the LED screens. Um, and for example, for Don's last uh, solo show in the Avas Live, we literally thought of every single moment of special effects or moments that the lights went off and the video just took over or the video cuts off and lights took over. Um, all those moments we discussed beforehand and I basically design or direct that during the show. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. But it's fun to see how you your imagination goes yeah, yeah. like wild and then see it on on stage. Like how how much freedom do you have like m coming up with this stuff? Um, I think that Don lets me get creative with it, and then I just discuss it with him. And yeah. if he doesn't like it, we will change it. But yeah. um, first, the first ideas are basically the same ideas that you see Sick. Um, on, on the show. Yeah, because like, I don't know Don that well, but it like he, everything he puts out, there's, there's a lot of thought into everything and the whole hexagon world. And yeah, yeah. It's almost like 
this universe on its own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's definitely true. It's um, it, he's re- he just really knows what he wants. Yeah. And I think I have a good feel of how he thinks and that we vibe really well together. Yeah. So I almost always, not always, of course, <laughs> get it right the first yeah. time. So sick. Yeah. So when when was like because I remember us like always meeting in like clubs. I mean clubs in Amsterdam, yeah. yeah. When was like the first step for you really like going like international with it was with Don yeah. actually. I um before that I did a lot of club shows and festivals here in Amsterdam. Um and then went outside of Amsterdam to Utrecht and all the other places Eindhoven. Yeah. And when I met with the team of Dawn, that was the first like international show I did. Sick. And then it just kept on growing. Yeah. Went to Alesso and all the other places. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think people forget a lot like of, like the really big artists, like the top ten guys or maybe even top twenty. Like there's the DJ and there's like Oh, there happens so much on the background, like crew, like and crew, everything, like especially like the top five, uh, how much people they bring sometimes. Yeah. that's insane. Like. Yeah, I mean, me, I've seen it with like with Martin. Yeah, that like his touring crew is sometimes like ten or fifteen people. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. And like besides that, also like people in the office and like exactly, it's yeah. like a company. It's it really is a company. Yeah. and. The brand is the the DJ, but everything that goes on behind the screens is like sometimes it's like crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like so many people involved. Cool. Let's move on to another question. Your <laughs> what they thought of for you. Let me see. Okay, what's the most fun and the most annoying moment you've experienced in your career? Fun and most annoying. Yeah, or let's do it separate. The most fun. <laughs> Um, it's <laughs> always, always hard to pick from one of those many moments. I think, hmm, fuck. <laughs> so, and it feels like everything has been so long, like it's like ages ago with this yeah, whole, yeah, whole like pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like, oh, the times that we toured, that feels like five years ago. <laughs> Um, yeah. I think, yeah, um, well, one of the crazy moments was obviously, and this is like, I think five or six years ago now that we released Bouncy Bob and yeah, that Martin brought me on stage at Tomorrowland, which I mean, I think for every DJ and probably for production people as well. It's like a dream to be there yeah. and to be able to do your thing at such, like at that festival. Yeah. So yeah, that was, I think, one of the most exciting moments. More <laughs> curious about your most annoying moment. <laughs> <laughs> What's that gonna be then? Like, uh, I don't wanna offend people. <laughs> Keep it clean. <laughs> no, I think in general, the un- most annoying thing about being a DJ, I think, is just the travel. Like, you know it. It was like the the waiting game. <laughs> yeah. The waiting game, 
Um, and I know, you know, it's people can't help it. But like when things go wrong, when you travel, you always take it out on <laughs> the, the on the crew and like, <laughs> yeah, you're always bitching to like crew members of staff of the airline. Yeah, those are probably the annoying moments when I don't know. Um, and this actually wasn't even a trip for um, tour. Actually, it was just a holiday for me. Yeah, and like. I was with a group of friends with a group of friends yeah and one name was spelled wrong on the on the ticket. Oh, that's <laughs> game over. <laughs> and actually we went to we flew to the US and then on the way well we actually yeah we went to to New York and then we flew on a trip in the US and everything was fine like they changed the names and everything was fine. And then on the flight home, there were, we were flying with um, TAP, like the Portuguese airline. Uh, yeah. And they would just, they wouldn't do it. <laughs> I called them like, yeah, but yeah, we don't know. Maybe maybe it's just a whole different person. We don't know if, if you're really just wanting to change the name. Yeah, they, they're really strict about it. Yeah, and then we just had to book an entire <laughs> new flight. And that are the moments when you like yeah. just want to fucking grab someone through the phone and choke them, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I think those are the most annoying moments yeah. for me. Yeah, no, I understand. I think I have the same with uh, the most fun moments are like the, the bigger shows and the, yeah. the special ones. Uh, especially Tomorrowland is, uh, is a big favorite. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy like how they... It's just an, an it's like Very almost real. Disney Disneyland yeah. for grown-ups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Cool. cool. Let's see. Next one. Bring it over. Tell me. <laughs> has it always been your dream to do what you do now? So has it always been your goal to become a show director for a well-known DJ? Um, I think this is something that's for like a lot of people in the industry. Um, we all start with the idea like, oh yeah, let me be the artist, la la la. <laughs> and then you find out that it's really not for you. And you're like, okay, <laughs> mm, gotta do something else. Yeah, but yeah. I like the whole atmosphere around like artists and the music industry in general. Um, so I wanted to be a DJ, didn't like producing and then um, switch to something around an artist yeah. that became like it slowly built from uh, a light operator to show director to all the things around it that I still do so nice basically all, all everything that I want to do in in music industry yeah yeah I mean I think also you know working with a DJ it's also kind of you know good to know what it is kind of feels like to be a DJ to yeah. like understand the person who you're working with yeah and yeah definitely because like yeah I mean I hope that if I someday can't DJ anymore that I you know still do can Something work in, music. in music industry yeah. either I don't know being working for a label or yeah, whatever but yeah I know yeah you always do want to keep busy with the whole industry and music and everything around that yeah no i understand like but did you always want to be a dj or did you have something <laughs> else like 
I mean, I like, okay, I'm, this is it. I mean, I had, I had the, the standard childhood dream of being a pilot. Ah. <laughs> we share that one, man. I had the same. Like, I, I started with being a pilot, and then probably every every. I mean, boy, I think at least. Yeah. Either wants to be a pilot or a police officer or fireman or what else do we have? <laughs> <laughs> One of those. Yeah. No. But yeah, that was pilot for me. I actually was this huge nerd. I played like flight simulator and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had my own like joystick. Yeah. <laughs> <and> like, <laughs> I actually. Wow. There's like a new one out, Flight yeah. Simulator, and I'm very tempted to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> but I work on Mac right now, so uh, I would need to get a whole new computer just to okay, fly. That, that's what holds you off, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But it's going to be on Xbox, so maybe I need to buy an Xbox then. <laughs> but you have a PlayStation, right? Already. Yeah, already. I have a PlayStation now. <laughs> hmm, okay. <laughs> Not sure if my friends will like that Switch. No, no, no. <laughs> But yeah, I was the pilot nerd. Nice. Next question. What's your dream car? What car do you have now? Uh, I have a BMW now, which I am maybe about to lose. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, my lease contract is expiring. Oh, and yeah. well, with the whole pandemic going on. Yeah, there's no need for a car. Then. No, I'll probably... Uh, I don't know, just get be a without bike. a car and get a bike, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just maybe not the smartest idea no, to get a new car right now. But my dream car, oof. I am a big car fan, just so you guys know. Um, I mean, I couldn't even pick one. <laughs> okay, top three. Top three. There's going to be a lot of BMW in it. <laughs> <laughs> So please sponsor me, BMW, <laughs> if you hear this. <laughs> Number one is probably going to be Lamborghini. Okay. Yeah, not BMW. <laughs> and then two and three. You start off wrong. Like yeah, I start off wrong. BMW, <laughs> you start with Lamborghini. What's up? <laughs> then number two is probably BMW 8 Series. New M8? Yeah. And the number three is probably, I think, like an X5 or something. Yeah. Okay. 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 Are you into cars? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Favorite car brand? Uh, BMW as well. Good friend. <laughs> I already like this guy. <laughs> yeah, no, like, it would be the M8 and then the one of eight, the first ones. That would be great. But uh, in another life, <laughs> <laughs> one or day. The X7. Yeah, mm, I, like I don't know. The, cars. the X7 is like it's too much. <laughs> it's just too much. Yeah, no, I drive an SUV now, so I like <laughs> to keep on going up. Mm, makes sense. I feel like whenever I will ever drive an SUV, you never want to go back, probably. Yeah, that's it. For <laughs> you. Like, it feels like you're like driving a tank. You can do everything, like just go off the road and then. Yeah, I drove in a friend's like Range Rover uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and yeah, it's like you're you basically feel like the king of the yeah. road. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But yeah, I love to be, I don't know, low and sporty. Kinda. I have a one series now. 
and I don't know, it's just fun to just throw the car around. Yeah, yeah, yeah I understand. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, big car lover, and um, hopefully Corona goes away and I can have one again. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, This is a trip down memory lane. <laughs> Please tell us a bit more about the legendary parties in Amsterdam, like Girls Love DJs. <laughs> <laughs> and does this and a lot of other parties where you showed up helped you in your further career? Nice. Um, yeah, this is a big trip. Down <laughs> 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 um, I think that I can say that Girls Love DJs and TikTok was probably where it all started for me for my career that I have now yeah um, they gave me the opportunity to produce their events and get more in-depth knowledge about how to run an event and yeah. just um, make sure that everything is as the people that organizes want it to be um, but those were great parties <laughs> <laughs> I remember especially Girls love DJs. Like, yeah. even like even I really, w really wanted to get into those <laughs> parties, and like you were always like struggling how to get on the guest list, yeah, and like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it was just like this. Especially like when I was like sixteen, seventeen. Everybody wanted to be there. Like, like the whole, everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like. Everyone was like texting each other. Hey, can you get guest list for tonight? Or do you know someone who I can text to get on the guest list? Yeah, yeah, and it crazy. was just this legendary thing. I don't know why. Every even. two week, every second Saturday of the week of the month, it was like, okay, girls of DJs is here. <laughs> it's gonna be like crazy. Uh, like yeah, everybody was there. Like all the big artists, all yeah, the big yeah. football players. Everybody just came down to party so yeah no but definitely um that's where it all started for me i can say that yeah that's it's where it kind of started for me experiencing you know nightlife yeah. and like going out and yeah good times <laughs> thinking about it now i miss clubs <laughs> it's so much that's more for sure like you can like especially for an artist if you stand you almost stand in the crowd yeah instead of like four meters high, five, <laughs> yeah. five, six meters away. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I remember like like now how those techno parties are. Like everyone was everywhere. The booth was full with yeah. people. And it yeah. was just like... It, it was, was a whole party everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. It was just everyone was having a good time and it didn't matter if you were like the DJ or some famous person or whatever. Like yeah. everyone was like having a good time. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Let's shed a little tear for the club. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. I'm trying to think when was the last time I actually was in the club? Partying? Yeah. Oh, that's, I think that's a really long while ago. I mean, the club's opened for a little bit in Amsterdam. Yeah. I've been uh, at my favorite bar, The Bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I think but once. That's more far, yeah, like. yeah, it's not the same. That was like once or twice this summer. They opened up for like two months. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, in a real club, I think my last show was in February. 
end of February, yeah. We did like a little run, Vegas, and... Oh, yeah. Those are, uh, that's the last thing then? Yeah, I did Vegas and Fort Lauderdale, yeah. Yeah, that was like the last shows. How was that, uh, what's the club name in Fort Lauderdale? Is that the yeah, I think you were supposed to do it with Dalton as well. Yeah, yeah. Or you did. That's I think the, short the, the, the pool party the pool thing. Party, yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's fun how we like sometimes do run into each other. Yeah, yeah. Festivals. Across like whatever. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, are they here? Yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Nice, let's go. Yeah, it's fun. But yeah, what's 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 been your last shows? Oh, those were Brazil, Mexico, and then Fort Lauderdale, Boston, and LA, something like that. Was, uh, I remember, was that? Um, because I remember this show where we all were, and then you guys flew to South America after that. That's probably... Or was that Ultra last year? I don't know. No, uh, no, no. No, no, no. no, no. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. <laughs> was it with me? Yeah, yeah, because it was with I, th I think or no, or no, because you stopped working with Don for like a couple months. It's been one and a half years. <laughs> one and a half year, okay, that went quicker than I thought. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it must have been with Jesse then, because oh, yeah, yeah he does like video and photography for Don, and he's what he's actually like. I grew up with him. Yeah. Yeah, like really grew up with him. Like I was with him in like kindergarten. Like <laughs> nice. <laughs> I didn't we were know like it was four. That way back. Yeah, it's crazy. We were like four. <laughs> nice. It's weird, like how all these people, like I don't know, you know them all for so long. For so long, and we're all like working in the same, same industry. It's yeah. Crazy. <laughs> cool. Cool. Okay, now we're gonna get it. <laughs> Do you have the feeling that you have missed out on other things because of your career? I mean, I don't have the feeling, you just do, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you miss out on birthdays, you miss out on, I don't know, just hanging, like special moments with your friends, like, those kind of stuff. And, and I, I also sometimes think, now do I do think that I didn't really miss out on that, but some people might think you do like the whole, I've never been like a student or something. Yeah. I've never been to college. And I mean, I al always hear from, pre from people, that's the best time of your life. But you can't, yeah, it's the, hard. The, you can't compare it. No, it's, yeah, it is very different. You can't compare it at all. Like. There's I, not a lot of people that can say that they travel to true 50 plus countries. Yeah, I, uh, I'll pick that over college. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just the normal stuff, I think. Just, you Your know. Family and friends. Yeah, being away on your mom's birthday. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff, basically. But anything else than that. But hmm. Do you regret it? Would you do it otherwise? <laughs> Probably not. Fine. Definitely not. <laughs> no, sorry, I mean, mom. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Mm-hmm. Luckily, she understands. Yeah, that's great. I don't know. There's just a dream is a dream, you know, and you, uh, you have to, to go it. all the way to live it. And then when you really get to live it, you have to make the most of it, I guess. Do you feel like, do you have the same thing, touring? Yeah. I, uh, it was hard sometimes that you're away for an for the special moments of others, like all your friends and um, celebrating your birthday in a plane. (laughs) Always Uh, great. (laughs) That that kind of stuff. But in the end, when you get to your destination and you do the show, it all fades away. Like that's what you do. That's what you're here for. That's what you wanted to do. And you get the chance to do it. And not a lot of people chase their um, dreams as far as we do and get to, or really let their friends down yeah. in that special moment yeah. for them. So what I what I sometimes think like um, when I go away, like I decide if I do a show yeah. or not. Yeah. But for you, it's like the artist decides if you're yeah if you guys are gonna do a show or not. And I mean, sometimes it feels like that's hard maybe to deal with. Not for me. Like I can explain. Like or I have a. A moment that it happened uh, that I was at, I think my ex-girlfriend's mother's birthday, and I got a call like, "Hey, you were uh, happy that you missed out on <laughs> it." <laughs> well, I got a call like, "Hey, um, some artist fell out and uh, he canceled. Um, we can maybe do the show, but we have to leave in like 20 minutes to get the plane <laughs> and then do the show. So, do you want to go?" I'm like. Um, <laughs> I'm at this birthday party, but give me 20 minutes or 10 minutes, I'll call you back. And the show didn't, we didn't do the show in the end, but those are the moments that you like, you get to choose. Like, yeah, are you yeah. going to leave or are you going to stay? Yeah. Um, and I will probably have left. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's something you need to deal with. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people can or will or want to. No, because like, yeah, me thinking about it, I really loved... I mean, obviously, you, you pick if you go to a show or not. It's not like you're forced to join the no. artist, obviously. But, you know, I love about... I love it that I have the, have the control, you know, yeah. of, like, the whole schedule. And, like, if I don't want to do 10 shows in a row, I yeah, don't do don't 10 shows in a row. But, yeah, for you, it's probably more, like... You get the schedule. Hey, this, this is what is we're going to do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's a job. So yeah. you can, like, somebody else can turn up on Monday or no, start a job true. and say, like, oh, I don't work Wednesday, <laughs> I don't work Friday afternoon. That's true. not how it works. So. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm probably a little bit spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're true. Someone who has normal work. Yeah, he has a normal schedule. Yeah, yeah this is our schedule. schedule. Yeah, true. Makes sense. Like, how do you, because I've seen some crews, like, um, also, like, fly ahead sometimes. I don't know if you guys do that. It depends. Um, Some shows, it's easier to do it. So I will fly ahead and then um, he will come in later, the artist. Or some shows we fly together. It really depends on what's easier and what's um, necessary. Yeah. If it's like a smaller club show, 
I will probably fly with him. Yeah. And if it's a bigger show, I will be there one day in advance or something. And then you do all the hard work. <laughs> yes. And we DJs are, I don't know, chilling. It's always funny <laughs> to see how like sometimes I'm stressed out and then he just comes in like, oh, how's your day? I'm like, I don't want to talk. Yeah. Just like, hi, how are you doing? Cool, nice. Give me a hug and then just let it be. Yeah. Because I don't want to stress him out uh, for something I already know that was uh, not arranged before or whatever. So it's also a matter of like, what are you um, telling somebody in advance and what are, what can we discuss later yeah. on? Yeah, yeah. Because... Was yeah, that was with you, I think, in India. Oh yes, yeah. That yeah, was that around was New Year's Eve, right? Oh yes, that was in December. We yeah. went to uh, and you were there just waiting with me for like three hours. Yeah, because I was traveling by myself, and yeah. I mean, I wanted to do like a little sound check. I'm glad I did because <laughs> it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> but yeah, I remember us waiting there for three hours because the crew of the festival wasn't, wasn't there, even yeah. there. Yeah. Those moments happen. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I went to Australia for two days for two separate shows at two different cities. And I didn't sleep. Like, you fly over for 48 hours. You're there for 36 on the ground. Yeah. And then you need to fly back. And I had a transfer flight to another city. <laughs> and you just wake up and go. Yeah. It happens. That's what it is. Yeah. Sometimes I do think like why <laughs> but i don't know i also love that about like the whole dynamic of just otherwise it's really routine you it is uh, it's always the same and this yeah. just changes the dynamic i think so, yeah. yeah because like if we realistically think um i don't know maybe with djs it's different because we always do shows yeah. the whole year round but maybe for like pop stars or something like they do maybe one tour every three, four, five years. But that tour is like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's shows like every day. Yeah, true. But then, like, if you do a tour every five years, why does it have to be that crazy? Like, that's yeah. what I'm then thinking about. Like, okay, if you take so much time to do a tour, why not just plan it out, chilled? Like, okay, let's do a show, yeah. one show here. And then two or three days later, do another show somewhere else. I don't know. Yeah. Just the thing is what I always, I understand because it's always like, you're just keep on traveling, but you don't see the places that you've yeah. been to. Like yeah. everybody's always like, oh, you've been there. Like, yeah, saw the airport, saw, the hotel, <laughs> yeah. saw like a piece of ground with, with some festival things on it yeah. and then went back, but I haven't been in a city. No. So if you do it a little bit more chilled then you can enjoy and see a city. It's yeah. nice sometimes. Like I've I've been, um, yeah, we did the show in Vietnam. Yeah, and this, I don't know why he was Dutch, but there was like this Dutch promoter. Nice. <laughs> and well, actually, funny story. He used to sell. Of he he still does. He sells kitchens in Vietnam. What? <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point he was like, well, I mean promoters there have a hard time bringing international yeah. artists there and he had connections so well why not have my own festival nice. <laughs> and he was like super super friendly and like we flew in i think four days early or three days early 
and really got to explore and he took us out and like we went out and dinner and party and yeah, kind of great. explored and then I, I yeah I, then I realized like it's great to sometimes I mean not always but sometimes really have that experience yeah. but yeah, exactly. I mean for you even more probably because when we get to chill at a hotel or explore a little bit you're already sound checking and making sure everything is correct at yeah. the festival True. <laughs> we are lucky <laughs> different world <laughs> such a different world strange yeah. like i think we have to be more grateful for it for the crew and that everyone that makes it happen i think for everything like the thing we do is so special and um I sometimes during a show, I'm just watching and being like, okay, I'm here, I'm doing this, what I yeah. like, what I love. Um, and I think sometimes we get too uh, cocky and just <laughs> keep on bitch about everything. And yeah. it's like, uh, if you just keep on yeah, being a little bit more chilled sometimes, you yeah. will appreciate it way more. So. Yeah, because sometimes... I mean, I have that as well sometimes. You're like, this one thing goes wrong or, I don't know, CO2 goes off at the wrong moment. All of those, like, I don't know, yeah, small things. In the bigger picture, it's small, but... Yeah. In the end, it's your show, it's your presentation. It yeah, of course. True, but then I do also think at the end of the night, did it make it a bad show or... Did it make the night less fun? I mean, obviously, you want to be perfectionistic about things because, you know, you want people to have the best experience and present yourself the best way. But in the end, you know, did it really matter? Did people have less of a fun night because of it? Probably not. Yeah, true. It's, it's maybe, yeah. True. Let's run. One more question. <laughs> so for people who are not Dutch, um, in Holland, um, you retire, probably it's going to be older, but and now you're going to retire at the age of 67. I think it's all. Or is older, it older right? already? I don't know. I don't know. In a lot of countries, you have to work until you die. <laughs> <laughs> in Holland, luckily, you don't. But can you do your job until you're 67? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, there's no way. Chesto's almost there. <laughs> yeah, okay, shit. He's not far, <laughs> he's not far okay. away. Yeah, he's not <laughs> far away. No, um, I think as an artist, you can like go a little bit longer. Makes sense business class flights everything that <laughs> makes it a little bit more relaxed uh but i think as crew um 67 is a lot <laughs> how many years do you have left then <laughs> i think like 40 yeah 40 something right <laughs> yeah so well that's, that's uh, a lot of a lot of shows <laughs> that's a lot of shows like imagine like every year you're doing 70, 80, maybe 100 shows. And that's for another 40 years. <laughs> that's going to be a lot of planes. 
Good yeah. luck. I wish you good luck. <laughs> so no, I will probably just change to something um, more in the creative side and then just keep on doing that. So like, you know, still designing shows just yeah. like from the studio. Yeah, and, and then just go on the bigger shows where yeah. it's, n- it's more likely that they need you for real than um, for the smaller shows. Yeah. yeah, because like with show design, it's like it's very broad right it's it's yeah. from like how the stage looks to like how the whole lighting is set yeah, up set up like what moments the pyrotechnics go off like till what emotion do you want to bring people with a certain uh yeah special effect or light setting or whatever so it's really uh diverse interesting i sounds like i would be interested in this I ever stop DJing. <laughs> <laughs> you have to choose. You can never uh, make music a- again, or you can never perform. And why? <sighs> I hate this question. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, this is hard because without producing music, you're probably not going to pr- get to perform. <laughs> yes. But on the other hand, it's also easy because Calvin Harris doesn't do a lot of shows, but he still gets to make his music. Hmm. I think, you know, I started out DJing basically. And then at some point I realized like, if I really want to, you know, get successful in this, I would, I will have to start making my own music. Yeah. Uh, so I think mm, nah, this is a hard one. <laughs> no, I think yeah, I would probably go for making music, so not performing. And the reason why, I don't know, just a show obviously is very very exciting and a lot of fun and i love performing i love djing but with with us putting a song out it's just almost like you're you're having a child you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like this super personal thing i don't know it's like every song you do and i mean some songs you love more than other songs obviously but like with every song that i make it's just like for that period of time in your life that you're working on that song, nothing else matters except for that song. Like yeah. you wake up thinking about the song and you go to bed thinking about the song and like, oh, maybe can I change this or do this? Or would it be cool to have this singer or whatever? It's like, there's so much more yeah, going on going on, and the show is just a show. Yeah, it's, uh, you one, play, hour it's one hour and then it's done. <laughs> So yeah, probably making music. Yep, definitely. Haven't you had like the feeling with a show that after the show you're like, okay, like empty inside, just sitting in your hotel room all by yourself? Yeah, I mean it, it, yeah, maybe sometimes. Gets lonely. It does, obviously. Yeah. But it's just also like, I don't know, it's, you have this whole moment of like, especially if you do like 
I don't know, like a headline show or something. But I mean, even festivals, like when you, as as a DJ, like for that whole day, everything is about you, like the yeah. whole night, and like people are taking great care of you, and and then you go to bed, and then you're just. I'm just Emilio again. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird sometimes. Yeah. I mean, I love I love all the normal things in life, but it's yeah, it is it is a change, you know, like from being the man of the evening <laughs> <laughs> to just being yeah, yourself. normal yourself. <laughs> it's yeah. a change, but I love I love I love the the contrast, you know, because at the end of the day we're all just people like and just as normal as we all are and i hope no one forgets that <laughs> yeah <laughs> never good to, to get too full of yourself i think <laughs> yeah no i understand we're all human beings the saying for the show <laughs> all right do we have another one or was that the last one i think that was the last one. Oh no it isn't oh you're not out of the, you're not in the clear yet <laughs> <laughs> how do you look back on the whole <laughs> oh, interesting how do you look back on the whole don diablo ultra situation <laughs> back in 2017 oh <laughs> this is something um no it was like I hope everybody knows what happened. Um, I think so. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure actually what happened, but we'll leave that in the middle. Exactly. Um, it's. It was fucked up. Um, I hope that they can re resolve the situation and then they can work together again. And I. Yeah, we'll see. It was it was just fucked up, like. Yeah, because I can imagine you would love to do an ultra show. I like to do shows, and uh, ultra is a big festival show that you want to do. Yeah. Um, but it's not my decision. We do no. shows, and I just make sure that everything runs smooth. So. Yeah, it's probably you know politics. Some In the end, way. it's always some way. It always is like. Yeah. Yeah. crazy like even in music how it is kind of politics like yeah if you work with this with this certain guy or promoter or whatever you can't work with that one exactly. and like why <laughs> but yeah that's but it's everywhere like that also happens with if you work for a company if you yeah true. if you quit you can't work in the same field for a number yeah here so it only yeah it hits you harder because it's most likely a bigger show that yeah. you can't work on politics <laughs> bullshit we're here just to create i think <laughs> but yeah some people aren't and in the end it's also business yeah and that's also good to keep in mind <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. think that you are running a business and that's it like you're still a brand you're still a business you still need to grow um, yeah and make more music yeah true Emilio so uh, I'm working on it <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for coming in and you know fun to have like this insights into production and what goes on behind the scenes 
And um, I think for us DJs, we have to appreciate our crew and the people we work with. And uh, yeah, both ways, so. definitely. Thank you for coming in, man. No problem, man. Thanks for having me.